Welcome to the podcast today. I'm Elizabeth Dahl, your host of the Woman of Wellness podcast, where we help you ditch the diet, lose the weight, and get healthy without restriction. I'm so glad to have you here. And today we're going to be talking about dieting and what kind of dieter you are. So before we jump into the episode, I want you to pay special attention to what I'm about to say, because this is going to be very important. If you are listening to this semi-live, meaning in the next week or two or three, potentially, (laughs) if you're listening to it a long ways back, don't worry too much about it. But if you're listening to this kind of live, I want you to tune in for our episode next week. Okay, next week I have a special announcement coming if you are wanting to ditch the diet, if you don't want to be in the diet world anymore, if you want to gain control around food and still learn how to lose the weight without restriction, dieting, measuring, weighing, counting, any of the above. So this is your little tease that something big is coming next week. Stay tuned. I'm excited to share it with you. Okay, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. What kind of dieter are you? Have you thought about that? I think diet is a funny word and it can be interpreted a lot of different ways, right? So a lot of different ways we could interpret like I'm on a traditional diet or I'm just restricting my food and that's like kind of diety, right? Um, So there's all kinds of different ways, but in general, we're going to just kind of say general dieting, right? Restriction, uh, time bound, following plans, all these kinds of things is kind of what we're going to clump into dieting today. Okay. So I want to walk through the different dieter types, um, with a few subtypes that we're going to talk about. 
today to help you identify where you're at. It's really helpful. Awareness creates the catalyst for change, right? Understanding where we're coming from, maybe why it's not working, all of that is what helps kind of propel that the possibility of change. Oh, I see where I'm at and I see where I can be and I can make these shifts. So these four different dieter types come from the book Intuitive Eating, which is written by Evelyn Triboli. Okay. So this is a book that I really love. We do a combination around here, just a real quick synopsis. If you're new or if you're, you know, kind of trying to figure out where you stand with intuitive eating and meal planning and dieting, right? There's, you know, I am very much about a happy middle. So intuitive eating is basically about learning how to utilize your body's cues to meet your body's needs. Okay. So intuitive eating was not written for weight loss specifically. It was written to really heal your relationship with food. One thing that we do is we kind of bring in the weight loss component or body change component into intuitive eating. How do we use skills, nutrition skills and all of that, and also our body's cues to put them together. So that's really what I do around here. Um, I help you create change from the place of I'm, I listen to my body's cues and I can listen and I can also have a flexible plan. Okay. So I kind of went on a side tangent there, but I just want you to know that if you're like, I know everyone has different opinions about intuitive eating and different experiences, and that's where I stand. And that's kind of, um, where we're always going to be talking is that there is a really happy middle where it's like, you can have peace with all food and you can also create change in your body. Okay. So today is just about awareness. I just want to help you identify where you're at because like I said, awareness is a catalyst for change. So let's talk about the four different dieter types. First, in no particular order, (laughs) the professional dieter. So as I go through these, I want you to think like, do I fit into that? Do I fit into that one? You might find yourself in a few of them. You might find one that's really strong, Um, but just kind of pay attention um, because we're going to be talking about how how we can actually do something about it um, in our next episode. So today's just about awareness. Professional dieter is usually planning their next diet, okay? They are very familiar with that diet, lose weight, gain weight, intermittent binges, back to dieting cycle, right? You guys know, you guys probably know the diet cycle. It's like, I, I'm desperate to lose weight. So I pick a diet. I see some results. Then somehow in some form, I sabotage it. Then I lose control around food. Then I gain the weight back. And then eventually I re-enter the diet cycle when I have enough shame for my body that I want to change it again, right? This, the professional diet dieter has tried almost every weight loss trick, quick fix or quote, lifestyle change, right? They could be masked in all kinds of different ways. And usually you're pretty good at like calorie counting, macro counting, portion sizes, right? You know how things work. But the reason that you're always on a diet is because the last one didn't work. And your like motivation for this is mostly weight loss, right? We're always on a new diet to lose weight. So that's the professional dieter. The unconscious eater. 
This one has a few different subcategories, so we're um, going to talk a little bit about it. Hold on, rewind. <laughs> I messed up. We're going to talk about the unconscious eater in a minute. We're going to start with the careful eater. Just kind of rewind your brain. <laughs> the careful eater first, okay? The careful eaters aren't officially on any diet, but they often tend to overanalyze their food choices. So they're looking at nutrition labels. They'll refuse food if it has too much like fat or sugar. And there's a lot of labels and morality on food. So it leads to a lot of feelings of guilt if they don't eat the right, quote, right kinds of foods, right? Or the standard of what is considered healthy. Um, careful eaters appear to be really interested in their health, but most often it's their body image that they're trying to figure out. So your body image is kind of masked by that, that you're constantly trying to eat really well. Um, almost on the outside, right? You might kind of do it more on the outside and it's because you're trying to get to a place of like, you want a better body image. Okay. Next is the unconscious eater. And this is the one that has several different subtype, subtypes. So I want to go through each of them with you. I think this information is just really valuable to kind of learn and be like, oh goodness, I'm all of these. Or, oh, I've been here and here and here. Or this is one that I like resonate with the most, okay? So we have four different subtypes of the unconscious eater. We have the chaotic unconscious eater. This eater has way too much on her plate, if that's what we'd call it. The, you might be someone that's really too busy to worry about having focusing on meals. So you just eat whatever is available, right? You grab and go. You're so busy that you might go long times, long periods without eating. And you usually only recognize your hunger when you're ravenous, when you're starving. So this might be, you know, someone that works a lot or is on the go a lot and can't be bothered with having to like sit down and eat a meal because you're busy and so you're grabbing and going all the time and it's often that you get wait too long right you maybe skip breakfast maybe skip lunch and you wait too long until your body's just like so hungry and then you usually overeat right okay that's the un chaotic unconscious eater the refuse not unconscious eater this one, this person will eat just because food is presented to them. And it really doesn't matter if they're hungry, okay? They don't usually pay attention to hunger and fullness cues. It's more like, oh, that's available to me? Great, I will eat it. This is one of those categories that sometimes I have fallen into. I definitely can resonate with that. If someone offers me a cookie or someone, if there's like an opportunity for free food, it's like almost embarrassing to say out loud, but like if there's an opportunity for free food, it's like a draw for me, which is so interesting, right? This is interesting information to just learn like, oh, I am very drawn to like free food, like potlucks um, and events. And I love the company and all of that, but it definitely has that connection for me of like, there's going to be a lot of food, different varieties available. Okay, then we have the waste not unconscious eater. This one is someone that needs to get essentially the most bang for their buck, right? 
there's no way that if they spent $20 on that food, they're not going to finish it. Like they have to finish it. Wasting food is not a thing. It's also someone, you know, regardless of finances or money, you don't want to waste what's on your plate. You spent the time working on it, right? Or making it or someone did it or you have that like starving children in Africa feeling or when you grew up, you were taught not to leave your plate, like leave anything on your plate. You're taught to clean your plate, right? You notice that some of these might go back. Some of these might go back to uh, different scenarios in your life. I have a specific scenario um, we got to go get like free lunch in the summers from the school and it was so fun. But I think as I got older, I realized what it was for. (laughs) Like I realized like, oh, we qualified for these um, free lunches. And I think that may be something for me that triggered a little bit like, oh, well, food costs money. So if I can get it for free, that's awesome. And it kind of maybe connected that for me of like, oh, cool. If I can get a meal for free, I don't have to pay for it, right? And that kind of came from that. So again, understanding these things helps us understand how we show up and helps us understand how to make choices, right? I work on that, even though it's a general tendency of mine. Um, I, I, you know, I've worked on being like, oh, I want to go because I want to be with the people, not just because there's food. Or, you know, I can refuse an event even though I know there's food, right? Or I can say like, no, we're not going to come even though I know there might be food there. So just kind of understanding ourselves is so, so powerful. Final um, subtype of the unconscious eater, and I think we all have probably fit in this category before, is the emotional unconscious eater. So this is an emotional eater, right? This is someone that uses food as a coping mechanisms for... um, Anytime you have emotion, right? Stress, boredom, loneliness, anger, fatigue, whatever, right? Anytime you have an emotion, you use food to cope with it. Um, And at some point in your life, you learned that you can rely on food to have those emotions temporarily relieved. So I think probably all of us could say we have been in emotional eating situations. Okay, where are you right now? How are you feeling? Do you identify with any of these types? Are there any that are more than others? Does it feel like it's an equal mix? Just take a minute to kind of think about like, what did I relate to? Do I feel like I have all of the above? Do I feel like there's one that's a little bit stronger for me? Whatever it is, I just kind of want you to sit and evaluate for a minute. That's all, just sit and evaluate. The fourth eater, you may have noticed I only mentioned three, (laughs) okay? That's because I want to introduce you to the fourth type of eater, the intuitive eater. And we talked a little bit about the beginning, at the beginning about intuitive eating. But I want to read this definition of intuitive eating and see if this feels like a draw for you of interest to you. Intuitive eaters rely on their internal cues to make food choices based on what they feel their bodies need. If an intuitive eater is hungry, they eat. If they don't like the way a food tastes, they usually choose not to eat it. They can pass. Intuitive eaters make food choices based on satisfaction, hunger, 
and fullness, and they do so unapologetically without guilt, right? Without shame. They do their, they take the I can rely on my body approach. So they don't rely on meal plans. They don't rely on points or calorie restrictions to tell them what their bodies need. So regardless of all the the what ifs or like how does that work questions coming up in your in your mind. Does that sound nice to you? Just just kind of think for a minute. Does that sound appealing to you? To be able to listen to your body and trust that it will tell you what it needs and trust that you will be able to have that level of self-control, that level of confidence around food. What, what might that feel like? Have you ever experienced that before? Maybe that feels like a very, very foreign concept. And if that's you, you're in the right spot because we help with this. And so just kind of think, I, I want you to forget about all the what ifs and just sit in that moment and be like, does that sound nice to me? To be able to just rely on my body, to eat when I'm hungry, to stop when I'm full, to be able to say no to certain foods, to be able to eliminate guilt and shame and feel confident without having to track anything. If that feels good, I want you to just sit with that for a minute, okay? It's available and it's possible for you, okay? regardless of the questions coming up in your head. And I'm going to address some of those right now, I promise. But right now we look at it and say, a life of food freedom is possible for me. So you might have questions, okay? What does a lifestyle of intuitive eating look like? Can I still lose weight with intuitive eating? Do I still have to plan? Can I just eat whatever I want? There are a lot of uh, misconceptions about intuitive eating out there, right? Can I, can I really eat what I want? What if my body tells me that I want candy all the time? Can I really trust that my body's going to tell me it doesn't want candy? There's no way I've never felt that way before, right? I understand these, these feelings. So I have an intuitive eating episode. Um, I'm going to link just to kind of introduce you more if you'd like that to listen to that. It's one of my very first episodes. So I talk a lot about it. But here's what I want you to know. All of your goals are still possible and best achieved through an intuitive eating practice. Because here's what I do. Here's what I ask women. I ask women, I say, we don't always have to look at diets as bad. I think there's like this this misconception, it's like us versus them, right? And I understand why. But I'm not going to belittle diets. I'm not going to say they're all bad. I think there are some good components to them. I think a lot of times you're eating healthy foods and they're, they are trying to teach you some, some balanced nutrition, okay? There are a lot of reasons that diets don't work and we're going to talk about that in the next week's episode But what I want you to know is that your body is capable of 
getting its needs met. You are capable of meeting the needs of your own body without having to follow someone else's rules and restrictions. And you can get to a point where you don't just crave cookies all the time, right? But when you're in diet mode and those are off limits, think about it. As soon as something becomes off limits, what do you want more of? (laughs) That thing, right? So I really want to give you some hope regardless of whatever diet or type you are. This is just kind of a fun episode to kind of teach you about some of these things. No matter what, whatever dieter you are, it is absolutely possible for you to transition and become an intuitive eater and get away from that vicious diet cycle that we talked about at the beginning and still create body change. And that's that's what I teach. That's how I teach. I teach a balance of meeting your body's needs while also understanding nutrition principles and also understanding that we have busy lives and there is some uh, preparation work that goes into it. But we don't we don't talk about restriction and we don't talk about calorie counting or macro counting. We understand macros because that's what makes up food, right? It doesn't have to be a diet until we create it in a diet. We understand nutrition from a macronutrient approach, right? Different macronutrients serve our bodies in different ways. You see how I'm changing the narrative, the dialogue from this is a diet to, oh, I understand why, like when I understand these things, I can meet my body's needs and I can still lose weight without going on the restrictive diets. It's absolutely possible for you. And I hope when I share that intuitive eating um, uh, what would you call it, like phrase or a feeling that you got the feeling of, yeah, this is what I want. If a life free from the roller coaster, I call it a roller coaster, of food and the mess and guilt and shame and um, fear of food is something you want, I want to invite you to one, listen next week. I've got a fun announcement. And two, join the waitlist for our Wellness Academy because I teach you how to feel safe around food, how to nurture your body instead of shame it to change, how to meet your na- your meed- needs, <laughs> your food choices, or blah, 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 blah. <laughs> how to meet your body's needs through being satisfied with food honoring hunger and fullness cues, maintaining habits that support the lifestyle that you want to live and sustain, create and sustain long-term weight loss. That's everything that we teach you how to do in the Wellness Academy, okay? So get on the wait list and the link is awomanofwellness.com forward slash academy or the link will be in the show notes. And then stay tuned for next week because we have a fun announcement that's coming that will help you get started on that path right away. Okay, my friends, thank you for joining me for today's episode. I'll be back next week. You will not want to miss it. Okay, my friend, 
If you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.